You're listening to The Rise of Sophia, a fifth dimensional resource and podcast for those who feel called to help create the new earth with me, your host, Angel Quintana, where we'll explore topics to help expand your consciousness, assist in your transcendence, and elevate the way you navigate through your life path. I'll share with you the Sophia Cosmology, my spiritual theory and philosophy on life founded on the principle that we are all stars who came to this realm on assignment. If you're ready to let your Sophia light shine, let's begin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode here at the Rise of Sophia podcast. I am beyond excited to introduce to you my client, my personal friend. Her name is Jennifer Kittred. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give her a warm introduction right now. Uh, We're going to be diving deep into her wild-hearted revolution, really serving women, and we're going to get into that today. So let's go ahead and give her a proper introduction. So Jennifer Kittred is an American writer, embodiment guide, and founder of the Wild Hearted Revolution. Kittred's background in mental health has driven her into guiding women to reclaim their wild. Kittred believes women have been suppressed by societal programs and norms, which have had a detrimental impact on their true identity. Kittred is determined to help women break free from these programs and norms by empowering them to reclaim their wild. Through her signature system, she helps women who feel closed off, emotionally exhausted and disconnected from their spirit to reconnect with their feminine and heal their masculine so they can form deep and meaningful relationships and of course, to reclaim their wild. So I'm so excited (laughs) to have you here. Welcome to the podcast, Jennifer. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here too. So I obviously know so much about your movement yeah. because we've been working together in the Sophia Rising Leadership Training, but I want to just kind of back up and talk a little bit about where, what your background is. Like, where did you come from? Where, where did this whole journey to helping women to reclaim their wild, where does this stem from? So um, I've been married for 25 years and our first five years of marriage were a complete disaster. We both brought in a lot of baggage and we were driving home from vacation. I had two little boys in the back seat. My husband said, when we get home, I'm moving out. You're miserable. And I like it at that moment, I was like, that's not what I want, but I am miserable. And I was constantly looking for him to fill my cup and make me happy. And that wasn't his job. And so I went on this journey of really rediscovering who I was um, and healing wounds and just realizing how many women struggle in that area of not knowing who they are and what they want and really going after that. So that's where it started. And that was like back in 2002. Um, so I feel like I've been on this journey for a very long time. So, What was like the first step? Like once you realize, wow, I don't want to get divorced. I don't want my husband to move out. Like what, what, where did you go? What was like the next step for you? So actually I had a friend, um, invite me to church. Um, and so I started there. Um, I was in the church for a really long time and there are amazing things in there. I was a leader in the church. Um, I met some amazing women, 
Um, but I also met some pretty awful people there. Um, and so I don't want to bash anybody, but I just, a lot of um, programs are in the church. And so kind of the veil was lifted off of my eyes. And so I left the church in 2012, um, but that's kind of where I started. Um, there were parts of me that were suppressed in church. Like I love crystals and I love spirituality and I love all this stuff. And that was a no, no. Um, and I just always kind of went back to that. And I felt like I had to hide pieces of myself. And that's when I realized like, okay, I need to kind of wipe the slate clean and really go into myself. So that's where I started. So it's interesting. So at least you knew it there was a spiritual wound, like you needed yes. to go and re reconnect with yourself. And yes. of course, it seems very natural that, you know, where do I begin this journey? And there's not always like a ton of options, you know, you can, no. you know, go to church, you can read yeah. some books, and you know, what are the other alternatives? So, you know, I know a lot about your wild hearted revolution really is about helping women even to connect with other women. Yes. Um, how has having deeper relationships with female counterparts, how is how did that assist you on your spiritual journey? That has been so amazing because I come from a background of I don't like women, they're catty, they're backstabbers, they're this, they're that. Um, and so I really cut my circle very small. Um, but then I realized like the more I like got to know good women, because I, I had some bad people in my life at the time, and I had to put up boundaries and all of that. But when you meet the right women who are your cheerleaders, and who really want you to expand and grow, it's the most empowering thing. And then like, as you're healing and growing, you start um, attracting more of those people into your life. And so now I have this circle break all over the world of these amazing women that I haven't really even met face to face. It's been on zoom, but I consider them some of my closest friends. So it's empowering. It's I know I could reach out and at any time and just say I'm struggling and be my authentic self and I will never be judged. So it's interesting. I feel the exact same way as far <laughs> as like all of my friends are all over the world. There's really no line like, like uh, local people so much, but know that they're everywhere. But, you know, when I think about the spiritual journey and where we're going as a society, um, how has going down the spiritual path helped to shape not only who you are, but to shape the planet? And where do you see the the relationships you've fostered and the relationship you've, you know, um, cultivated with yourself, how is that impacting the greater good? I think for me, it has given me back my voice. Um, so I'm not as afraid or if I do have fear, I step into it instead of stepping out of it. It might take me a little bit longer, um, but I'm constantly in my head, step in, step in. And through me stepping in and really embodying who I am, it's like it gives permission for other women to do that. And I honestly feel like the more women who heal and embody their truth, we're just going to go out and heal this world. And Lord knows we need it right now. But I feel like there's this new divine feminine, like stepping up the, these feminine leaders, and we need more of them. And I honestly feel like, okay, as more of us heal and step up, we are going to go out and reshape this world. And it needs that now more than ever, and kind of break down all of these patriarchal programs, um, which have been in place for so long. <laughs> and have influenced wow. women and suppressed women for so long. So really, the 
the situation with your husband was almost like a gift from the universe to get you on this path of really discovering yeah. who you are first and foremost, and then how yeah. to use your voice, which is very difficult for a lot of women. I mean, we see masculines out there spilling the beans no all over the place, right? But the <laughs> yeah. women, like we think all these things and we might talk with a few close people, but to be openly um, out of the closet, so to speak, um, about our beliefs and values and to do so with conviction. I want to talk about that because I know you host a bunch of healing circles. I yes. know that your movement, Wild Hearted Revolution, is really helping women to own their voice, to find out yeah. who they really are. So tell us a little bit about those healing circles, because I know you are even doing those before you started yeah. the uh, Sophia Rising Leadership Training. So tell us a little yeah. bit about that. So when I started them, I was doing like one a month, kind of dipping my toe in. Um, and then through Sophia Rising Leadership Training, I was just like, okay, what can I do with this? And so I really started um, a six-week circle program because I feel like the more women are together, instead of just jumping in once a month or every other month, you really create this safe, beautiful container where women are opening up and women are, you know, unafraid to, to speak and they have that safe container to do so. So it has been so transformative to watch other women step in and they always come in like deer in the headlights, like, what am I doing? And I can't believe I'm doing this, but they're seeking something. They're seeking, they want to take off the masks. They want to find their voice again. And I will tell you, I, all the women I work with, they all say they're blocked here. And I'm like, where do you feel it? And they're always their throat chakra or their chest is really heavy. And so they're like, I don't know who I am anymore. I've lost my voice. And so these circles are opening up that for women. They're re reconnecting with themselves and then they're getting their voice back instead of listening to all the outside influences. So I know you focus a lot on, you know, healing the masculine and we talk about the patriarchy. So how, why do you feel, uh, why do you think that women have difficulty speaking up about how they feel or what they believe in? Where do you think that, let's talk about where that comes from and what we can do about it. It's funny. I start my first circle in this arena, like the first our first session together. And it's always like, what are some of the programming? And it's, um, you're too much, you're too loud, you're, you shine too bright, you need to be quiet, you're too emotional. And so it could stem from childhood, it can stem from really anywhere, relationships or parents or any of that. And it's interesting, because a lot of women say the same thing. Um, you know, I've been told to just, you know, sit there and look pretty and not use my brains or, you know, so it comes from so many different society. I mean, look at the magazines, you have to look a certain way or the billboards. So it's like, we've been conditioned and I'm trying to break down those programs and conditions because they've been keeping us stuck for so long. I mean, I've dealt with it my whole life in that area and to finally like be able to look in, at myself and be like, I actually like myself. <laughs> took a long time to get there. It's so true. And, you know, it's really going to be the sacred 
feminine, whether it's within a masculine, you know, a male or yeah. a female, but it's the feminine that's really going to start to repair this new earth. So let's go ahead and take a, a, a memory lane here. So before you enrolled in the Sophia Rising Leadership Training, you were doing these sister circles, exactly yes. what we were talking about earlier. So how did you end up turning that piece of the puzzle into a movement? What was that process like for you? So I went through a 12 week circle program myself. Um, and I just saw the power of that. Um, and so when you this training came from you, I was like, Oh, my gosh, okay, what is my movement? I've always struggled in that area. I've always known that I want to help women, but I wasn't sure exactly what I was doing. So working with you, like, it just opened up so much for me. And it clarified so much for me that I was like, okay, I just went through this amazing 12 week circle program. What, how can I incorporate this into my movement? And so that's like the first piece of my movement, there will be more to it. Um, but I feel like to get women together and get them on that healing and expansion journey is such a great start. So it sounds like that, you're, like your kismet clients, it's like learning how not only to trust themselves, but to trust each other. And so you've really cultivated uh, a product or a program or a healing circle that's several weeks um, so that they can re repair and rebuild and also to build trust um, within themselves. And, uh -huh. you know, with trust, trust, you know, is very sacred. You know, it trust is. is something that's yeah. easily broken and it's hard to repair and to trust yourself. So, um, so once you discovered what your movement was, and obviously mm -hmm. that was probably an entire, that's an yeah. entire discussion in itself, but <laughs> yeah. you know, I remember the day that, you know, the wild hearted revolution was born and it kind mm -hmm. of dawned on you. So how did you even come up with the name? What was that moment like where it's like, I, I figured it out. This is, this was the key that I had been looking for. So you're going to laugh. I like, I meditate every morning and I journal and I'm always like, what is my, what is the name? What is the name? And nothing was coming to me. Absolutely nothing. And so I'm sitting at my desk. I might've had a call with you like right before it happened. So I have this, it says free spirit, wild heart on my, my water bottle. And I looked at that and I was like, huh, wild heart. Like it just, and then it was like wild heart of revolution. I mean, that's how easy it came, but I think I had to release it. Cause I was like searching, like, what's the perfect mm -hmm. name? What's this? And then like, as I kind of marinated with that, I'm like, that is it because women need to unleash their wild, whatever that is for them. It doesn't mean, you know, I think being wild is different for everybody. Um, like I have a woman in my group and she's like, this is wild for me just stepping into this. I've never done. And I'm like, that's your wild, like you're brave for doing that. So I think wild is different for everybody. Um, but it's just reclaiming that piece of yourself or stepping through that fear and doing things that you normally wouldn't do. Or maybe you would have done before all the programs were in place right? that told you not to. <laughs> I really love the word wild because yes. it, it, it implies nature. It, you know, does. It, it implies like things that grow in the wild, things that are free, things that organic. You know, yes. Beautiful. Yeah. And, and I think wild has had a negative connotation. Like you hear parents talk about kids, like, oh my God, my mm. kid's so wild. So it's had a negative connotation. And I think women feel that, that negative connotation with the word wild. And I want to change that. So they, they, they hold back. 
Yeah. And they suppress yeah. and they try to conform. And there we go yeah. with all of the societal programs now, what I would call phantoms that are just they're yes. carrying around these, yeah. um, these, these acceptable behaviors. So, yeah. you know, obviously this, the, the image that comes to my mind is like letting your hair down and yes. literally like not <laughs> giving a shit about it. Yeah. So, so I know that you attract a lot of also women that come from the church and yes. um, what is, what is their experience of, you know, are they timid at first? Are obviously it's they're in a group of other people that they don't know. So yeah. what's really the first step to letting down your hair and being like, okay, who is this person that's underneath all of these societal programs? Yeah. So the first step is them even like recognizing that they want to be in something like this. Right. Because I feel like for a lot of women who are in the church or whatever, it really, it's, it's a witch wound. And that's something that I've had to deal with. Um, because I'm like, well, this is really witchy. This is not Christian or anything, you know? And so it's been this kind of like fragile area that I've really had to work through myself. Um, so for them to step in, I'm like, okay, well, there something's missing for them. What are they missing? Because they're seeking out community. They're seeking out being with other women and they're definitely seeking out some aspect of spirituality that they're not getting from the church. I don't know what that is. This is totally what my take is um, working with some of these, some of these women. So what, okay, let's clarify what the witch wound is because, you know, one of the things we learn in the Sophia rising leadership training is just to lean in with your beliefs and values. So I'm assuming you start talking about things and you perk up some ears. So tell us a little bit about the witch wound. So the witch wound stems from, it could, you know, lifetimes ago, you think about all the women, all of the holistic healers back years and years ago that were burned at the stake or drowned because they believed in herbal medicine, they believed in, you know, potions, they believed in, they could dress different. And somebody could say, Oh, she's a witch, right? So it's like anything out of these norms, this modern, I mean, we're seeing it today, actually, in what's happening with medicine and, and all of that, we don't have to touch on that. But I'm just saying people are being vilified for believing in their immune system and their vitality, and they're being condemned and losing jobs. And I mean, I think that's a big witch wound. (laughs) Yeah, the witch wound for me, especially like coming from the church. And now here I am out here doing this kind of witchy stuff. It was it was kind of kept coming up for me. And finally, I was like, I'm just stepping in because this is who I am. And I will, you know, people will either love me or not love me and that's okay. So the thing I'm getting from you as I'm listening to you speak is that it's really, it's about freedom. Like it is being truly free and those societal norms is almost like this enslavement that you're supposed to be a certain way. And that means you are not free. There is so this is very deep because this is what everyone's carrying around. I'm not allowed to be myself and I will be shunned from society if I cut my hair short or if I get a tattoo or if I I believe in something that my family doesn't. And that is, you know, that's it's about being okay with going against the grain. 
Um, mm-hmm. There's like a little bit of rebelliousness, which I think also kind there of definitely falls in with, with the wild. Yes. So tell me, t- so I know you're on social media. I know yeah. that, you know, you're attracting your kismet clients. So what has been, uh, you know, since taking the leadership training, what has really helped to bring people? Because I know you've now filled two of your programs. Yes. Um, so sold out the first program. Now yes. you're on to your second batch of students. Like, what has worked for you in, in attracting people that are ready to be more wild? I think for me, going through that training and finding my voice has given me the confidence to just show up. And uh, you and I have talked about this Um I don't plan content. I don't like that. I think it feels icky to me. Um, So I really post um, from my heart. And when I feel inspired, um, I was actually after our mastermind today, I got on a call with um, Anna and she said, I just want to tell you, like when you post, I feel it from your heart. Like it, it just feels so flowy. So I think it's given me that freedom to just show up as me and not worry about what anybody thinks because I will, whoever I resonate with, that's awesome. Um, and if I don't resonate with you, keep scrolling. <laughs> so it's, and, the th- yeah. and they'll find you, you know? Yes. So that's the one thing. And I feel like, you know, in the business world, when you create a business, it's like you have, we have been programmed more societal norms that you've got to post and you hear some templates and you got to make sure you're visible and you got to use all these yes. hashtags and there's all these rules, yes. right? Which kind of goes back to, the ruler and slave or the master and slave to the grind in this, in this example, which kind of is the antithesis, not only of what I teach, but what you teach, which really does go back to that organic free flowing. So, you know, we're really turning this new earth into this, you know, and I'm staring at a poster here of all these flowers, these organic flowers (laughs) of just like, letting things blossom, you know, in their natural time, you know, like, I don't, I'm assuming you don't have a sales page, you know, you know, so you're (laughs) like getting on the phone with people, yeah, you have a big following on social media. (gasps) It's not huge. And I'm still filling things. And that's what I love. You know, this leadership training took all of that sales ickiness, and it's gone, because I wake up every day so excited. I'm not selling anything. I'm just speaking my truth and what I believe and what I've done for myself. And that's attracting the women who also want that. And we put it out there, like, I don't want to sell this to anybody. Like, if this isn't for you, it's not for you. But this is what I believe. This is what's working for me. These are the transformations I've seen. And so it's, it's exciting. It doesn't feel like work at all. And that's what I love. Oh, this is so beautiful. <laughs> so, okay. So you have your wild hearted revolution. You have yes. your signature program, which is your healing circle. And those are yes. what, six weeks long? Six weeks. Yeah. And um, so what is next for the revolution? What, how so, do you really see this thing create, helping to create the new earth? Like what is the big overarching picture here? So I, it's funny because we just talked about this today too. So I really feel like I want to have an area, a membership site or something where women can go because right now, like I can't be everywhere at once. I can only give so much time to these circles via zoom or in person. So I would love to have more trainings and workshop in an area where people can just log on when they want and go see that. So I do want to do that, but I also see myself doing retreats one or two a year in person. Um, I don't know what that looks like yet, but it's just something that I've always had in the back of my mind and have envisioned. And now that I really have 
um, figured out my movement and who I'm serving, I feel like that will come um, probably much quicker now that I am really in this, you know, in this flow of what I'm doing. So I see that. And then I see some collaboration with some other women as well. Um, I see a podcast for myself. I did that little pop up podcast, but I see some more uh, of that happening. Beautiful. So, okay. So let's just kind of put all the puzzle pieces together. So we have these women who know that something is not right, whether it's in the relationships or they can't speak their truth. There's something, a symptom showing up um, that's that they've now realized that they need to look at. And so Mm -hmm. they go through this healing journey with you um, to really start to get comfortable, trust themselves, like take off the veil. Who am I really? And I know a lot of those people are questioning the beliefs that they have been pressed upon them in the past. So how is the world, how is the earth, how is this planet going to be, how do you, how do you see it being different with, if these women decide to rise to, they decide to be wild and free and, and without restrictions, how will the world be different? I feel like a lot of the programs will crumble um, and and we see a lot of crumbling now, but I feel like a lot more will come down because as women really start owning themselves and embodying their truth, they're not going to put up with the crap that they've been putting up with. They're going to have better boundaries. They're going to be in healthier relationships. They're going to be able to communicate on a different level. And so that is going to change the world because all those people who can't do it they're going to fall to the wayside and you're going to see this new rise rising up of healthier people, people that are unafraid and that will use their voice and really stand up for what they believe in and their truths. And that's how I feel like we change the world is by, is by really waking people up to who they are and stop being afraid to use their voice and healing those wounds and breaking down those programs. And I think once we do that, it's just, it's going to change. I think the whole vibration of the planet will change. I mean, I'm assuming people are already noticing that, you know, relationships are changing, whether you're dating or your yes. marriage It's like once. And I think, you know, maybe that's something for us to discuss here for a minute. Like, I think that's the big, one of the bigger fears is like, well, if I become wild, if I become who I'm truly am, like, Am I, is that going to mean I'm going to get divorced? Does that mean I'm going to lose all my right. friends? So I think those right. are kind of like, you know, valid fears to, you know, realize that, yeah, your life yeah. is going to change, but you're kind of living proof here that you went on the wild journey and yes. you're still married. So what and is it, your advice to those people? Okay. So I just, my husband, and I just had this conversation because I'm late forties. Um, two kids are out of the house. We have one more to go. Um, so I always have people ask me like, what is your secret? And I don't, I'm like, I don't really know that it's a secret. My husband has always been my biggest cheerleader. And so he like, just is like, go for it. Like whatever you want to do. He's never put me in a box. He's never said, no, you can't do this. He's never said you're too much. He's just like been beside me as I'm growing. And I think, and I'm just going to go with, you know, women here in relationships. I think there are a lot of men who aren't strong enough to handle a wild woman and you have to find that or whoever that person is for you. But you know what I mean? Like that, who isn't intimidated by your growth and who isn't intimidated by your strength. And so I've always had that with my husband. He's always like, have at it, go ahead or 
what is she up to now? Okay, here she goes. <laughs> but I've always had his support. And so I, I think that's probably our biggest, you know, the secret is that he's never put me in a box. And it's always been like, you be you and do what you got to do. That is profound. And I think so many women right now, maybe there's some guys listening to this, but so many women that are that heard that right now is basically like, when I step into my wild, I am going to um, repel the people that aren't ready for the wild woman, right? And whether it's your relationship, um, friends, you know, I see it a lot in friends, you know, women that are like, she's gone all the way off the deep end. She's, you know, speaking her truth. And it's like, they just yes. slowly start to fall away. Yeah. And that's, that's a huge takeaway. I think that's a, that's an honest truth. That's going to surface yeah. when you become truly free. Yeah. And we talk about that in circle. We talked about it last night because, you know, here you are, you're stepping into week one of the six week program. And by the end of it, you're going to be transformed. And there are people who aren't going to like it. They like the people pleaser. They like the, you know, you have no boundaries. You'll do what I say and all of that. And so you have to be okay with losing some people and it's painful and you can grieve that out. But if you really want change in your life, you have to be okay to let them, them go. And I always say like, you're just, and, and it really doesn't have anything to do with you changing. It's they're triggered or whatever is coming up in them. They don't like it because they're seeing you grow and expand and they can't handle it. And it's probably, they want that for themselves. They're just too afraid to do it. Wow. Yeah, so but I that's, that's the witch wound. It's like, <laughs> yeah. you got to be okay that not everybody's going to like the wild, yeah. wild, true you. But yeah. do you love yourself more Enough. than more than you care about what they think about you? Yes, and it's a it's a it's a hard wound. You do. I've lost people, and I'm okay with it. But was it painful? Sure, you know. But I think you know I'm a I'm I'm who I am, and I love that more than keeping unhealthy relationships. And adding to that, we're changing the world. This is not just about I lost a friend or lost a relationship. If we as women, 50% of the population don't rise and become that truly powerful, courageous voice for the world, then we're not going to have the the world that we want here. We're not going to. So isn't that, that's what I would call spiritual will, that the thing that's actually motivating you is not just because I feel stuck, but but I want to see this planet improve. And if I don't look at my own stuff, we're going to, we're going to decay here. (laughs) Yeah. And I think too, like in this change, I have the most amazing women in my life now. Like I have you, I would have never envisioned you in my life, you know, a couple years ago, but because of everything I've done, I have all these women that I've met all over the world now. And it's just the most amazing thing who are all really in this movement of creating this new earth. And it's just so powerful to be connected and and be there for each other as we're all like really ushering in this time. I cannot tell you how important your work is, how (laughs) valuable it is to feel supported. Um, A strong woman, you know, they always say, you know, a uh, there, there's always a strong woman behind a, a strong man, but behind yeah. the strong woman is her fucking sisters. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> yes. is her strong sister. Yes. Like, yeah, it's girlfriend, so let's do I this. Right. Going. Not intimidated. 
you know, and that's what it's going to take. So it's like, if you're afraid to step into your wild side, find your wild sisters and trust me, You'll that be is well on the path. so true. And I feel like that's part of that programming, right? Like the patriarchy are going to keep women down because we are so powerful. And when we unite, they've divided us for so long. They've pitted us against each other for so long that now we're uniting and we are a force and it is so, it's so powerful. Oh my gosh. Well, is there anything that I didn't ask you today in this interview that there's something you want to share? Maybe you want to share your website or just any piece of wisdom before we wrap up today? Um, I think I will tell you, I had a download. I was in Wyoming this summer and I was journaling and looking at the Grand Tetons and I had a download and it was just, and it was step in. And that has been my mantra that I have used to continue to step in and embody who I am, step into the emotions, step into the fear, step into all the things that you want to do and your life will change. So I use that. And I always give that to the women in my group, like just step in, like you just stepped into this. It's brave. So just keep stepping in. So that's it. But you can find me on my website, wildheartedrevolution.com. And then you can find me on Instagram. That's where I hang out the most. It's Jennifer underscore Kittredge. Perfect. Well, I want to thank you so much for your time. Thank, thank you so much for your service. I love have, calling you a soul sister, a yes. friend, all of the above, a beautiful client. Thank you for your success. Um, thank you, everybody who tuned in. Um, yeah. If you're watching this on YouTube, please do leave us a comment. If you have questions, you can also, uh, we appreciate five-star reviews on our podcast. So, and if you want to tune in and subscribe. So thanks again, Jennifer. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Thank you. Thank for you for having me. Talk again soon. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye now. Thank you for tuning in to the rise of Sophia. If you've gained insights from this episode, I sure hope you'll leave me a five-star review and comment. If you're looking to be the change you wish to see in the world by spearheading your own movement, please check out my free 5D leadership guide on how to lead a movement that shapes the new earth. To learn more about me and Holistic Fashionista, please find me on Instagram at Holistic Fashionista. Until next time, have a great day and stay sacred.